How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me here, uh, Tim Kelly. How's it going, Tim? Very well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Um, why don't we, Tim, why don't we uh, touch on uh, flow now and go into the, some of the steps on that? Okay, great. Um, so I think for flow, um, I'll mention some of the ideas before getting to the ones that are easier to track. Okay. So uh, life force. Now, some people might say, okay, well, that's just so exotic. There's no way to actually measure that, is there? <laughs> it actually is. There are some ways that it can theoretically be measured. So some of the things involve electricity. So they actually have these devices. Um, some people may still question, I know I've run into plenty of them, uh, whether or not acupressure or acupuncture are valid. Mm -hmm. um, but there are small electrical devices and they can put them close to meridians and they can see if there's a blockage. And if there's a blockage, it'll actually measure as a difference in electricity that's unusual. And then if you work with the acupressure points, you can watch the voltage drop and that's increased life flow. Now, I think for some people who are still skeptical about it, I will mention one of the easiest things that I did when I was first working with this. And this is in relation to headaches. Now, this depends on whether or not your headache is part of this particular meridian or not. Mm -hmm. But in between your index finger and your thumb is that little web of flesh. And if you put your thumb on the joint and massage it for about two minutes, about 50% of your headaches will go away. That's it. That's it. And you just sort of massage on there. And that was how I was able to prove to myself that there was a way to influence sort of like the lower physical body by working with a higher energy. Yeah. And so I was able to validate that. And we'll, you'll see more connections to other aspects of that, but I'm going to move on to some of the other things. So electricity, I just mentioned, um, there are devices that can measure electrical blockages in your system. Magnetism is kind of related to pH. So if you can get the pH to flow, you're, you're in pretty good shape. So okay. some people may ask, how could you demonstrate that? Well, they've actually done that with magnets. One side of a magnet can uh, alkalize and another can acidify. Um, so if people want to learn more about that, there's a, a guy by the name of Bural Payne, uh, unusual name. First name is B-U-R-Y-L, uh, last name Payne. And he has, has several books on magnetism. He's no longer with us, but um, you can read that to find out more about that. So let's move on to uh, blood, um, which is a very interesting one. So I have this uh, book that I came across not that long ago. It's a handbook of unusual and unorthodox methods. But one of the things that they say in there, which is just so intriguing, and if you have a, a partner, you can check this out uh, with them. So he talks about something called a spinal vasomotor test. Hmm. So how this is done is one person stands behind another person and the person in front has a bare back. And then the person standing behind them takes their two fingers, index and the next one, and runs them down either side of the spine until it gets to the base. Now, obviously, if you're pressing down gently, the blood's gonna retreat from your fingers as you're going down. But what's interesting is what happens to the blood when it comes back. So you'll see one of three things that'll happen. One, the skin could be whitish meaning that the blood's not returning as quickly as it could. Two, it'll resume normal color right away. Three, it'll become lingeringly red, 
you'll, it'll, there will just be an extra flow of blood. So these are telling you locations of the meridians in your body of how the blood flow is actually going through your system. So you can find areas that are low in circulation or too high in circulation. And so why would you have one or the other? Because there's a block somewhere. Isn't you know, that the same thing as uh, in acupuncture, the reasoning behind the cupping? Right. Because um, you can see certain areas that are having those issues. Right. And so there's, there's so many different ways to get to the same yeah. thing. Okay. Um, as I have a diagnostics chapter in my book that says that you can, uh, under certain circumstances, use the eye. That's called iridology, where you're like looking at the colored part of the eye and getting messages about what's going on. You can use your fingernails to do that because your fingernails are tied to meridians. You can use your tongue to do that because the different parts of your tongue correspond to internal organs. But this test along the spine is a nice graphic thing because you can see, let's say that it's the upper part of your spine. Well, you can look at what that innervates and what that supplies blood to. And if that's the area that's deviant in color, that's letting you know, oh, hey, I have poor blood flow to that area. Mm -hmm. So then you can start working with it that way. But of course, there's other, you know, very obvious aspects of blood flow. These would be things like your heart rate and your pulse and things like that. So when you check that and you see that, let's say your blood pressure is way too high. Oh, okay. So there might be a block in my kidneys then. So then, you know, in my case, I know several ways to detoxify the kidneys. Why not try to detox the kidneys and see if you can improve the blood flow that way. So those are different things that can be done with blood and blood uh, is a very rich topic. So yeah. there's so many different things that are involved there. So one example, of course, is unnatural calcium deposition uh, that causes blockades in the blood flow. Uh, you've, I'm sure you've run into somebody else who has this problem. I personally never drink soft drinks. I call them liquid poison. Mm -hmm. But if there are people who drink a lot of soft drinks, you're consuming a very high level of usually something called phosphoric acid. So when you put a lot of phosphoric acid in the body, the body wants to neutralize the phosphorus. And so what does it do? It normally likes to form a compound called calcium phosphate. That's in your bones and your teeth and a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So if you dump all this phosphoric acid in your body from the soft drinks, your body says, okay, I have to neutralize this. Where can I get some calcium? Well, guess where it's going to go? It's going to go to your teeth and your bones, and it's going to steal the calcium right out of there. And yep. it's going to throw it at the phosphoric acid. It's going to create calcium phosphate. And that's going to start blocking your blood flow and start messing up with your feet. I mean, have you run into people who had trouble from drinking too many soft drinks? Uh, I don't think it ever gets attributed to that. It's just, you know, they go to the doctor and come up with the results. And I can't believe it must be genetics. Mm -hmm. That's everyone saying. And who, who knows if there is maybe genetics played a part of enhancing and speeding up that process. But I do believe that something you've done is which what caused that well if you again learn all the different ways of diagnostics and experiments that you can do you can start running through lists and mm -hmm. you can start checking things out you know what happens if i drink more water and less soft drinks uh, i've certainly known people who have gone through that switch and it's, it's made a huge difference in their lives i don't think so, i want to do the switch of going to soft drinks and start seeing if things start calcifying yeah that, <laughs> please don't please yeah. don't so yeah, cholesterol, of course, is another thing which we were going to talk about later. Mm -hmm. um, 
cholesterol, in my view, is again, is not a boogeyman. It's what your hormones are built of. You know, I know different people who have been asking me about, you know, how do I maintain my hormone levels when you're older? Well, I'm here to tell you the steroid hormones, they're built from cholesterol. So if you avoid all cholesterol, that's not necessarily going to be a good thing. Now, some no. doctors will say something like, oh, but you know, your liver daily produces a certain amount of cholesterol. So you'll be fine. Well, that's sort of the same thing with enzymes, just to mention that while we're on the same topic, you can, the body is constantly seeking your success. It's going to constantly do things to help you reach your goals, but there's only so much it can do when you make a lot of stupid decisions. Mm -hmm. So when you think, oh, okay, I'll just let my liver produce all these enzymes that I need to break down my food. I'm just going to let my liver produce all the cholesterol it needs. Well, you're putting the poor organ into overdrive and it will become exhausted at some point. That's not the way that nature wanted you to live. Nature wanted you to eat a lot of natural foods in which the enzymes are still intact. They kind of self-digest when you eat a fruit because yeah. the enzymes are still active and alive. So it's no strain on your body when you eat a healthy fruit. But with cholesterol, when you consume cholesterol, which we can get from meat, my favorite way of getting it is from eggs. I think eggs are awesome. I know that there are people who disagree with me on that, but uh, I firmly find eggs to be excellent, great source of cholesterol, and should be getting about 200 milligrams a day, uh, I would recommend. And again, a lot of the problems with blocking blood flow aren't so much the cholesterol as they could be germs, because sometimes... Mm -hmm fats will go at germs and they'll encase the germs. So if you don't have that many germs in your system, the cholesterol isn't going to be forming any crystals around them. So just avoid the germs. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just don't understand how cholesterol works in general and don't realize how good, uh, is it your, it's your H your LDL. That's a good cholesterol. That's the conventional wisdom. Uh, yeah. I, I will tell you in my, my book that uh, they create divisions between HDL and LDL. Mm -hmm. They're just about which direction you're going towards the heart or back to the heart. It, it's a useless distinction. There's a, a guy I reference in my health book. Uh, his name is very different. Uh, Ufa Ravenskov. Uh, first name is U-F-F-E. Last name R-A-V-N-S-K-O-V. So you can look up his work on uh, cholesterol and he shows you that that distinction is kind of silly um, in terms of one being better than the other. You need both. Nature tends to know what it's doing. It doesn't create one good, one bad. I mean, yeah. it knows what it's doing with cholesterol. So the main thing for you is to try to understand how nature works and to work with it and not against it. So that would be the a little bit on the blood. Tim, how, how do my listeners get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of your book? Uh, do you have any social media website? I do have a website. It's uh, Polytope Press. That's P-O-L-Y-T-O-P-E. And if you go to DuckDuckGo, the search engine, and you type Polytope Press in the search box, the website will be the first one that comes up. Uh, it has an unusual address. Uh, so it might just be easier to just follow those instructions to get there. And you can look up the books, Natural Healing Self-Empowerment or OptiFlex, and that should help guide you to the website as well. And I'd love to hear from people because I'm always like to get feedback from experiences that people are having if they're pursuing these ideas. 
Awesome. And uh, everyone knows I always uh, throw in all the details in the written form as links for uh, the podcast on Spotify or Apple. So you can just click on the links and go to from there. Um, but uh, Tim, I thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show. And I'm sure we'll get you on for a few more episodes as well. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you.